Hey, welcome to the Broken for Better podcast. We're a nonprofit organization with the purpose of equipping your marriage and strengthening your family so that your tomorrow can be better than your today. Enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome back. It is good to be back. Kurt and Danette of Broken for Better, just two best friends having conversation. That's right. We are continuing our Fight Night series. Fight Night. Fight Night. Let's get ready to... <laughs> it's trademarked, copyrighted. We can't say that. I already so. said it. You said let's get ready and then I said so to rumble. That's okay. I think that's Teamwork okay. makes the dream work. Listen, right. we encourage you. Go back. Check out the first two episodes of this Little uh, conglomeration of videos. Wow. How about that word? Did you use a thesaurus for that one? Conglomeration. That, I'm that's impressed. A thesaurus? I don't know. Is that the word? You, or it's dictionary? What do you use? I, it's a thesaurus. Thanks. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, two best friends having a conversation and uh, uh, using a thesaurus. And uh, hey, Tim, we're going to continue. Listen, we want to take the law. What law are we going over today? the law <laughs> it hit me like i don't know what what are we talking about today <laughs> you mean like the don't the yes, don't law okay. don't all right so today we're going to be talking about don't let the sun go down you know how people will they'll write it on your you know your mm. wedding card you know like at the the bridal showers they're like tips for marriage <laughs> like i think i got 5 of those whatever you do don't let the sun go down on your wrath you know <laughs> the <laughs> best one you got was wear lingerie every night to bed yes I'm sorry, I don't do that. <laughs> nope. But it was a good tip. It was I mean. a good tip. It was a kiss before you, you know, leave the house. All the all the tips. But that one was don't let the I sun go down. That. And we did that. Did what? We tried to do that very well. We we tried to do that. I would say I tried to do that. <laughs> I can remember multiple times, especially at the beginning of our marriage, we had like we were living in a double wide trailer. Shout out to the Shout mobile. Shout out. Home. 46000 we bought that for. <laughs> we lived in a double-wide trailer. We had a water bed, and our light switch didn't work, so I would have, you know, you'd have to pull the chain, you know, to take hey, the light quick, off. Hey, real quick, real quick, right here, right here. Look, just picture this. <laughs> 19 and 20. 1997. Newly married, double-wide, with a water bed. Yeah. A lot of fun on that thing. Until it wasn't. I was the queen of that trailer. (laughs) Until you were pregnant and couldn't get up out of bed. (laughs) I could not get out of that bed. (laughs) Anyhow, double wide trailer. I remember us having like heated discussions, arguments. Yes. And I would stand up on that waterbed and pull that chain. Which that was fun because then I could bounce it and you'd flip all over. I'm like, we're not going to sleep until we've had this conversation. (laughs) And I remember just feeling like, you know, we can't sleep until we hash it out mm. all the things and you would just be so aggravated like just turn the light off we're done we'll talk about it tomorrow and so what do you think about that don't or that law do you do you agree do you disagree i know what my feelings are on it but i want to hear your thoughts and then yeah i think now mm-hmm. um i know now after 26 years there are some days that we lay down and we're not absolutely unified in one accord Hmm. but i think we've learned to put our hearts in a place that we're healthy enough to rest and then have a healthy conversation when we wake up we've we mm, i'm not going to say we never because that's an absolute i don't (laughs) want to do that to us but very rarely do we go to sleep mad like angry mad 
Yeah. We're going to have a conversation. Maybe frustrated. Fr- definitely. Definitely. And yeah. and some of that's healing. Like, hey, yeah. let's get our hearts in a place where we can even, okay, we're not going to come to a resolution right here. Mm-hmm. But we at least need to be at peace. Because I feel like if you go to bed angry, and this is truly my, my feeling, to go to bed angry like that, you really are opening opening yourself up and susceptible to the enemy doing some crazy things in your mind while you sleep. Yeah, Jimmy Evans says it like he says when you go to bed angry, you're allowing someone else to preach over you all night and it's the enemy. Ooh. Like to speak life or death, death into yeah. your relationship all throughout your your sleep. Okay. So, can we just talk about this real fast? Okay. Yeah. Because I love this I love this conflict talk. Um and I want to talk about yesterday. Oh, yeah. I just want to put us on blast right here, okay? We had a day yesterday, guys. <laughs> so we're just going to kind of take you through it real fast, okay? Because this this is real life. We always want to be authentic, and we want to be real. Yes, absolutely. Um, I took a... We were getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to do ministry. <laughs> so this was really good. You know, we're, we're getting dressed to go do ministry together. and Go love on others. Uh, to love on others. And... You said something to me, um, just a generalized statement that you said, and I immediately kind of got a little taken back by it. And so to clarify, I, I probably didn't say it in the best tone. I was like, no, that's not the case. Like I was just very matter of fact. I was very direct. And so which is not I typical. said, you're wrong. I understand <laughs> what you're saying, but you're not right. To which you aggressively grabbed the cell phone from my hand. <laughs> I love being told that I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> so the cell phone aggressively left my hand rather quickly and started getting the glass like, let me show you. And I was like, you don't need to show. Matter of fact, I'm done. Forget it. I understand. You're right. And I walked away. Yes. Now, the problem is we had to leave because we we're going to minister. We were going to go love on other people, <laughs> so guys. You had to hurry up and like, let's get dressed. To which I got a comment that said, I'm not leaving this bathroom until we talk. <laughs> so I perfectly in a great, like loving tone said, fine, stay there. We, ha- I have to go. Mm. But that didn't go over very we well. We hope we're teaching you guys <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like- <laughs> So we get in the car, and I want to I want to get to where we're going here. Yeah. We get in the car, and we're just we're tense. I'm not I'm not wanting to talk. Hmm. We need to go minister. As we're pulling out of the neighborhood, you're like, "Hey, listen, I'm just going to drop you off. You go minister." And I'm like, "Okay, great. Drop me off. I'll be done in an hour or so. Wonderful. Come back and pick me up." Then we're driving, and I just began to pray because in moments like that, like I know. This isn't who we normally are. Right, yeah. And I know every time we go and we're about to do ministry, this is this is, the enemy attacks in some crazy way. It's true, yeah. And so I just began to look out the window and, and just really like, okay, God, I need you to soften my heart. Like, I'm not even in a place that I can fake this funk. I, I like, I, I'm really... Nor do we want to. Like, no. I, we don't want to fake where no. we are. Yeah. No, we want to be authentic. And, that, and right. one thing yeah. you know about us is we're going to be authentic and you're going to know exactly where we're at so i ask you to pull over in the wall in the walgreens parking lot shout out walgreens shout out walgreens if you're cvs check out the walgreens they got great <laughs> deals and less receipts um they do dude, less cvs receipts. receipts dog i'm just crazy killing trees out here yeah um we pulled over and we sat there silently yes because i was just working through my own heart 
And when I started replaying the scenario back in my head, I realized that what I was getting frustrated about, hmm. you weren't answering the question correctly to what I asked. But what you were answering, you didn't even realize what I was asking. Right. You were answering a wrong question. We were on two totally different things. And because our emotions got so heated so quickly, hmm. we, we no longer now had the ability to see what the other one was saying. Right. We were defending our position. So I asked God to show me, like, Holy Spirit, really speak to me in this moment. And he began to show me that even what you had said, even what you had addressed, it really spurred in me a fear that I had just been praying about earlier that day. Yeah. We're walking through some things right now and with, with you know, our organization life, yeah. and life and decisions and things we're praying through. And so fear is one of the things I deal with, man, taking steps of faith. I'm a faith guy. I love it. But there's fear in that of, of okay, what if I step and God's not there? Well, we're human. We're yeah. human, right? Right. And so I had been praying about that in my quiet time early in the day. And you saying the comment you said, it like pulled on that fear thread and just sparked in me this position to stand firm and <laughs> battle now but it wasn't that I wanted to battle you because I really didn't right but you had pulled on this this thread of fear yeah and I'm sitting in this Walgreens parking lot and I'm like oh my goodness mm. it was not about you now this is a very pivotal moment hey take us to the Walgreens parking lot I'm sitting there I'm looking out the window and I'm praying do it you were behind the wheel at this point <laughs> right what was your thought process so I will say before we had this conversation I I was thinking and I even addressed, I think this isn't even about X, Y, Z. I think this is because of these are some other things that are, that have bubbled up. Which I thought that was your cop out. Honestly, when you said that, you said that right here. And I'm like, no, that you're, that's an excuse. No, that was true. Like that's yeah. what I thought. Well, I Anyhow, <laughs> but one, one thing that you constantly say, and we constantly see when we're, when we're marriage coaching is the problem is never the problem. Mm-hmm. And so often when we're arguing or we're fighting or discussing or when we're sitting with other couples and we're mediating conversations that they're having, they might be lashing out about something that happened with the children. They might be lashing out about something that happened on the way to work, whatever it may be. But often the problem isn't the problem. There's usually some kind of emotion or some kind of fear or some kind of something that's not resolved that's attached to that. And so you were responding out of fear because of something that had been triggered in you. And I had no idea that that was even the emotion that was behind it. I had no idea that that's where your brain would go. And so often when we act out of response or reaction instead of response, it it immediately puts the other person on defense. So when I'm able to pause and say, okay, what is a healthy response versus reaction? It can diffuse scenarios. Absolutely. And so we had gotten real heated and then both of us got quiet. Both of us, I believe, were taking time going, okay, God. Were what? you behind the wheel? Is that what you were doing? As, I'm curious. As my fists were clenched on the wheel. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, God, I'm done. We're going to go. Was try- it like Jesus take the wheel? It was Jesus take the wheel. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, then it's like, okay, how do I, how do I respond to him correctly? How does he respond to me correctly? And it's a very, very, very different. But going back to that, you know, not letting the sun go down, 
sometimes when you get to that that point in the day and everything's come down, it's, you're tired, you've dealt with the stresses of life, you've dealt with the kids, you've dealt with work, you've dealt with things, failures, fears, everything, and it all bubbles up. And it's supposed to be this moment where you lay your head and you do what? You rest and you find peace. It's sometimes in those moments that it's the hardest mm. to find peace. And so how do you know the difference between, man, do we stay up and fight and work through this through the night until three in the morning, whatever, or do we say, let's get to a point where we're both at, at peace, where we can rest mm. well tonight and readdress this in the morning? When is that healthy? And is that even like... Is that even healthy? Because so many people will be like, no, you got to, you know, fight until this is done. How do you work through that? Yeah, like, I, it's 100% healthy, I believe, to know that there are some seasons that we, we're just going to have to lay this down this evening hmm. and pick this back up when we rest it. I believe you get so emotionally drained and so emotionally tired and it's so late and you have to work the next day. Other things begin to play in. But what I will say, and this is this is where we came yesterday in the car. We come to this place where it was two people to go, okay, time out. I, the problem's not the problem here. Right. Speak to me. Show me. Lay my pride aside. Let me humble myself. If two have become one, and I want to serve you and love you well, there are times that I have to humble myself to go, okay, in this scenario, is there a place that potentially I'm wrong? Yeah. Is there a, is is there the possibility that I may not, you know, Lord, show me. And this was my prayer yesterday. Like, God, show me. And he did. He showed me. It was nothing to do with this. You have a fear issue that she struck a nerve. And so now, Kurt, you've got to be willing to humble yourself to apologize for that. And right mm-hmm. there in that Walgreens parking lot, I literally said, I just want to say I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's hard for me. I don't like saying I'm sorry. I don't like being I'm right. I'm not going to lie. That's hard for me. <laughs> I don't. Do yeah. I? Yeah, sometimes it is. That's good. That's all you have to say. Okay. Good, job. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. You know, so there in the Walgreens parking lot, now was this moment of going, okay, I'm sorry. To which then, because you had been dealing with it, it was like, no, 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 I, I am sorry because you said I'm sorry. Right, yeah. And then you got two people going, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Like, this is where we're at. And now we were able to, in that situation, we actually processed out in the parking lot. I honestly still thought you were going to drop me off. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go do it together. But we processed in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're at a place that I love you, you love me. We realized the problem wasn't the problem. Mm-hmm. I struck a nerve. I apologize the way I did that, the way I struck a nerve. Okay, great. We prayed, mm-hmm. and then we moved on. Yeah. Anyway, now, there have been some times that we've come to this place in the evenings where it's to go, hey, I want to say I'm sorry. I know this. And you've responded, listen, I'm sorry. This. Okay, can we, let's let's rest. Table this, yeah. And can we talk tomorrow from this healthy place? And there's some seasons in life that you're walking through tragic situations there's some seasons in marriage that cannot be fixed overnight there's some seasons in marriage that you're walking through lack of trust lack of intimacy whatever those things are that you have to be able to not let the sun go down on your wrath right like my wrath it says 
my my fears, my concerns, all that. So how, what's a tool that we can use because, I, and I have some ideas, but there's times when you may not be in a place that you're asking for forgiveness, but yeah, here we are in a marriage together. We may not be on the same page. We may be dealing with this huge thing, like things we walked through in the beginning of our marriage, mm-hmm. right? Infidelity, loss, all those things. So there's times when things are so big, you're like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Don't let the sun go down. You don't know what I'm walking through. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, but how do I find rest tonight? How do I find peace tonight, even though my partner isn't on the same page? And I'm fighting hell for our marriage right now, and I feel like I'm the only one. Like, yeah. I'm the only person. That's a real-life question that, yeah. we, that we deal with in our in our center all the time. All the time. Um and, and this is the outworking because, uh, and I love that, one person may and one person may not. And so how do you deal with that? And what we have found the most effective with the couples that, that we coach mm-hmm. and that we walk alongside of is there are some times that you have to get out your feelings and emotions. Right. You have to journal that stuff. Take it to the Lord. I love journaling. I encourage journaling. I and tell you, listen, write that thing out. Puke it all out on paper. You got a word vomit on a piece of paper. Mm. Why? Because you're giving you're giving a release to what's happening on the inside of you. Yeah. But now that you've released on paper, now you almost have to turn that over to the Lord. Yeah. That's why, you know, God being in the center of a marriage is so important. You've got to be able to give that to someone. But even if not, man, work that thing out. Put it on a piece of paper. Now what you can do is, okay, listen, I have I've had a release. Mm-hmm. Man. I can breathe deep. I feel better that I at least got it out there. Now let me rest. Let me quiet my mind and quiet my heart. And then when I wake up, now I'm going to look at this unhealthy thing that I wrote and I'm going to see it through a different lens potentially. Yeah. Now it still may be hurtful and it still may not be healed, but you've at least had an outlet and you may have to journal a second day. Man, I'm feeling this now. But what we've allowed couples to do is, hey, listen, Journal that thing out, write it out there. And then when you have this safe time of communication of two people that are willing to have communication and work this thing out, that's when you bring those things for your journal. Hey, I had this moment Mm -hmm. where I was battling with this. Can we address this? Yeah. But we've also found couples that have done the journaling. And then what happens? They don't want to address it. Once they put it on a piece of paper, they felt that out work. They felt that release. Mm -hmm. Still doesn't fix the pain. We still need to get to the root of the problem, but it's not the immediate anger that we're battling. Yeah, I remember, you know, back in in some of the hardest seasons in our marriage, there there are letters you never received. There are tear-stained journals that you never were given. I probably don't want to see those. You wouldn't want to see them. They were so ugly, (laughs) so filled with just hurt and anger and and rage and... And all justified too. Yeah. Not like, not that your, your emotions are your emotions. And I think it's important for us to realize that there's not anything wrong with you having emotion. There's Mm -hmm. not, there is something sometimes unhealthy with how we process the emotion and then we display it. Will it be helpful? Will it be benefit, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Beneficial. I was supposed to say beneficiary. That's wrong. Beneficial. Will it actually speak life into our marriage? And so there were times that, I needed to just word vomit. You know, I'm writing this book now and the coach that I, that I have is like word vomit first. 
like get everything out mm. and even processing some of some of the things that I don't quite understand about God or that I'm frustrated with that God is allowed. It's it's beneficial for my soul to say, this is what I feel. Mm. And then say and speak to this God. Like, is there any truth in this? Is this who you are? And sometimes it's beneficial to do that for your spouse, just word vomit, journaling it down, getting it all out and then saying, OK, that's really ugly. Like, that's really just nasty. I'm going to rewrite that or I'm going to read it back to myself and see if someone gave me this letter, would this, would mm. this be beneficial to my wow. soul or my marriage or, or would it not? And there were seasons that I would write and I'd throw it away and I'd write and I'd throw it away just to get it out. And then there were times that I'd write and I'd be like, okay, this is something I need, I need to present to him and yeah. say, Hey, this is how I feel right now. But finding that safe space to have that communication to where, those things that are big looming things in our marriage that are conflicts like that just aren't going to go away overnight being able to say okay I want to write this down and then have a safe place to talk to you about this because I don't want this conflict to be something that is all we talk about and that is what can happen if we're not careful one more tool with that is writing it down as one tool of you know Mm -hmm. don't go to bed angry don't harbor the tool of writing it down. And the second tool of that is, and, and we can sometimes say, bring someone on the journey with you. Right. It may not be your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like you may have to have an accountability partner. You may have to f- have a friend. You may have to have a, a marriage coach, a life coach to have come alongside this journey with you to go, hey, look, this is the pain that I feel. Hmm. Now speak truth to it. Because a lot of times what you'll find is what you're writing on that paper is not truth. Hmm. The action may be truth, but the heart behind it or the root of the problem or what caused it, that's where pain and emotion begin to take over. And the enemy can do some crazy things in there. So you need somebody to speak truth like, yes, I hear your pain. I hear your hurt. I'm sitting in the pain with you. But now let's filter that through a healthy lens. And it should be someone that both you and your partner trust. That work friend (laughs) that is of the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. Hey, because... Boy, those those knight in shining armors will sweep in there. We've seen that way too often in our office. And so it needs to be someone that you either both are able to go to as a mediator yeah. or um, someone of the same sex that you're not going to be seeking out emotional support from besides yeah. your spouse. I love the mediator term. Yeah. It, it's, it's a new concept of marriage mediation. I, I think it's amazing, but I love that term, bringing somebody along the journey. Okay, now share. Okay, now share. Okay, now let me tell you what I see from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what God's word says about this. Now, how does that sit? How does that sit? Get somebody in your corner, man. Learn how to fight. But writing it down and bringing somebody along the journey, definitely two tools we would recommend to not let the sun go down on your anger. That's right. So thank you so much for joining us today. We are just so honored that you are a part. And as always, just check it out. Check out all the different social media platforms to stay connected. And we can't wait to see you next week for part four of Fight Night. Once again, we want to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Our true desire is this has brought value to you, your marriage, and or your family. The fact is we can't do what we do without the support of you. By your liking, subscribing, and sharing this content, it reaches to those that are beyond our reach. Also, we would encourage you to check out our website, brokenforbetter.com. Become a monthly supporter because by you supporting us, you too are making a difference in marriages. 
we want to stay connected with you. So follow us on all the different social media platforms at Broken for Better. Because on those different platforms, we're going to be giving tools, we're going to have events, all the different ways that we can stay connected and we want to be connected. One of the terms that we've adopted is if your marriage will visit a fitness center, you too can avoid a trauma center. We truly believe in marriage coaching. It doesn't matter what season of life you're in, whether your marriage is a 10 or whether your marriage is a one. We offer marriage coaching to take it to another level. Thank you for joining us.